0: Christian McCaffrey is back. Oh, oh wait. No, he, he might not be back. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Let's step mm-hmm. into
1: the hole. You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast brought to you by LineStar app. The top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts Joe Pizzapia and Scott Bogman.
0: Hey yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P. Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the LineStar app. It is me, and it it's Scott Bogman, and it's you. And we're talking DFS right here and recapping the week that was. And of course, we're going to talk about the wagering too a little bit and look ahead at week 10. We're in double digits already. We're going to hot take the hell out of this week. Bogman, I got to tell you, I can't believe we're in double digits already. I can't believe. It feels like just yesterday we were starting the season and it's week 10 already. It always does this every year. The football season goes way too quick.
1: Whatever makes 2020 go by faster, right Joe? I mean, I'll I'll take it for sure. So, uh let's let's get out of this uh hopefully unscathed and uh and move forward. But yes, I mean, obviously the the football season puts us at a uh I mean, it just it goes by real fast. It feels like you spend the whole year waiting for it and then it's gone. So, uh that's what it does.
0: And uh, what it does also is frustrate the hell out of you because you get good news like Christian McCaffrey coming back, and I used him. I used him in a bunch of lineups on FanDuel and on DK this week, and it was because I said, hey, he's there. It's time to just go all in and push the chips in because who knows what tomorrow brings. And I'm glad I did because now we have uncertainty (laughs) if we're going to play him next week. So that didn't last very long. But I can kick myself, and here's why. Because there's a part of me that said, what if I go for the McCaffrey and the Cook all together? And you know what? That was the way to go. It's just go yeah. all in on those two guys, and there was enough value in wide receiver to get it done. And wouldn't you know it, Boggs? The million dollar lineup had those guys. McCaffrey and Cook together, 32 and 38 points on FanDuel. Teddy Bridgewater was the quarterback, a guy that we certainly, you know, did talk about. We've talked about how good that play calling's been. John Brown, a guy we talked about. Terry McLaurin, another guy that we would say every week, he's always good. Yeah. You were all in into Terry McLaurin this week. Christian Kirk. My guy, you hate Kirk. I love him. He was great. (laughs) John Smith and Jerry Judy and the Buffalo Bills defense. It's all chalk here. This is is not a crazy lineup at all. Jerry Judy is the thing we got to talk about. Seven catches for 125 and a touchdown. Okay, he's got 24 targets over his last two games. Are we finally going to get in the second half Jerry Judy going forward? Because it's starting to feel like we are, dude. And if so, I don't think everybody else is paying attention to it. No, I I
1: I think you're right, and and I've talked to the Welsh about this a little bit too, and I'm, I'm not as excited as you and Welsh about Jerry Judy, but there's no denying the fact that he has been great over the last couple of weeks, uh, and it's not really Jerry Judy that I don't trust. It's Drew Locke and his streakiness. He even did it in this game against Atlanta, where he was terrible in the first half, good in the second half. It's the same bit he did against the Chargers last week. I want to know what we could get out of Jerry Judy if Drew Locke was great for four quarters. Like he can be. That would be amazing. But I don't know if we're going to see that anytime soon. So I
0: don't know if I can blame it all on Drew Locke. I feel like we blame it all. I think we can blame it on the game plan. You know, yeah. we we'll blame it on the boogie. I want to blame it on something. I want to <laughs> I want to blame it on something because look, man, I just this is this is where I'm at with it right now. I got I just feel like we are in a place, in a world, right? in a where, world where two weeks in a row, we see the Denver Broncos offense kind of take flight two and weeks in a
1: row, the Broncos, two offense weeks in a row, the Broncos
0: flight. Offense flight. but it's not until like the third quarter. And it's just, it's very frustrating that we have to get there every single yeah. time that way. It's such a struggle and I'm tired of it. And it's one of the things that, you know, is holding drew lock back. It's it's holding the whole team back. But I, I think right now, just the target volume of Jerry Judy going forward, I'm going to say that the absence of Cortland Sutton actually hurt Jerry Judy this first couple of weeks, as great as a receiver as Jerry Judy is. I think we yeah. might be able to say that, you know, maybe just maybe it would have helped to have that other guy on the other side of the field for a couple of weeks. Would you agree with that statement?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, I love Cortland Sutton, obviously. And and I really like Jerry Judy coming out of this draft. He's my number one wide receiver coming out of this draft and he's very, very good. And he's getting a high target share. I just, you know, I, I, I have a hard time trusting drew lock and it's definitely my bias. I watched him too much at Missouri, not be good. (laughs) He's much better in Denver than he was in Missouri. Uh, So look, depending on his price every week, I'm going to like him. And you know, KJ Hamler, I I think is another good option for Denver too, because if they're going to be down in every second half and have to throw the ball a bunch, KJ Hamler is going to get more targets than we probably would expect him to see. A- and they've had uh, injuries to the tight ends. Yeah, you know what? I'm talking myself way more into these Broncos wide receivers. So, oh, yes. Good, come good here. Pull.
0: Have some of this Kool Aid. It's delicious. Drink it in.
1: <laughs> There's nothing the in it, right? It's just um, delicious Kool Aid, right? Oh, no,
0: it's just delicious Kool Aid. What are you talking? About? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I just made I'll this I'll Drink it then. Yeah, just, it's delicious. Have some more. <laughs> um, and don't mind the diabetes. <laughs> <You got it? laughs> uh, but look, um, obviously Dalvin Cook right now has become the best running back on the planet. And, and let's be honest, too. In terms of quarterback play, I mean, Kyler Murray is the fastest guy or the only guy. I should say not even fastest. What am I saying? He's the only guy in the history of the NFL. That the first eight games have 2000 yards passing and 500 yards rushing. Oh, wait. And he also has eight rushing touchdowns. This guy is the offense right now. And Kirk has five touchdowns in three games. You could certainly, I mean, even this upcoming week, which we're going to talk about, I love him this week in terms of the price that you get for him. Last week, he was only 8.6% rostered. And uh, I can tell you right now, next week, his salary is 6,300. That is going to be right in line. I'm going to be all over this again. He was, I want to say, check his price from this past week. I want to say it was around the same, 5,900. So he's only going up 400 bucks week over week.
1: Yeah. And, you know, the thing with Christian Kirk really is that uh, he was figuring it out. Murray was figuring it out. Like Hopkins was clearly the one after they traded for him. But during the beginning part of the season, sometimes he's hitting Isabella. Sometimes it was Larry. Sometimes it was Christian Kirk. And now over the last three weeks, specifically, like you just mentioned, Kirk and Murray have worked on that and. Kirk has become the go-to guy. We saw him have the big touchdown here. We saw him have the big touchdown against Dallas. So uh, Kirk is, he's in the fold there. And he's very, very trustable moving forward. Because that defense in Arizona is still rough. It's still yeah, really rough.
0: It is. Chandler Jones injury certainly hurts them. You yeah. know, they get some good secondary play. But you're right, they're still pretty rough. But let's talk about Tua also. Because, you know, that was more the Tua that we were used to seeing. And is this the Tua we're going to see the rest of the year? I guess that's a good question to ask.
1: I think this is safe, fair, very, very accurate, you know, 20 of 28 here. You don't want them to throw the ball over 30 times a game if you're going to win. And this was with the busted running game, too. I mean, all of their running backs were hurt. They were going down to Salvin Ahmed, who was backing up Miles Gaskin at Washington uh, before. So I guess uh, the Miami uh, staff there has a thing for Washington players and uh, Jordan Howard with 10 rushes in this game when he's been relegated to the bench for most of the year. So, uh he played pretty well and I, I tell you what, uh DeVonte Parker is seeing a enormous target share uh, yes. with, uh with uh Tua here. So, I think he's definitely going to be a guy moving forward specifically because Gesicki just isn't performing like we thought he would with Tua and Preston Williams just got hurt.
0: Yeah. Well, look, we'll see if Preston Williams is a go or not. I think the x-rays were negative on him. That was a good thing. Over on DraftKings, guess what? McCaffrey and Cook. And and we talked about this because we said, look, there's such a disparity between running backs now because there was like the top of the board and then it was just like a big cluster. And Robinson was good. Like we talked about James Robinson. He was okay. Uh, We talked about a couple other guys that might be useful. The DJ Dallas cheap touchdown, got that. Uh, But on DK, McCaffrey and Cook, that was the way to go there too. Drew Locke was in that lineup. Keenan Allen, who's very consistent. Oh, when you know, Terry McLaurin, Jerry Judy, Johnny Smith. Duh, same thing. <laughs> you got the Giants' defense against Washington. Obviously, with the injury at quarterback, the dynamic of that game changed. And great job by Bogman. 0.6% roster. Gabriel Davis got 17 points. Well done. Stand Thank up you. and take a bow. That was. Thank oh, you.
1: I got something touchdown. right this week. I'll take it. So, it, well, uh, take yeah. run.
0: That, that's more than right. That's that's really right. You know, I get a touchdown, 70 uh, receiving yards and four catches. That's a good DK week at 3,200. And you nailed that, my friend, this week.
1: I mean, Seattle's defense is easy to pick on, right? And yep. the, and Gabe Davis has been good. I mean, that first touchdown of the game went to Isaiah McKenzie in there. So uh, Josh Allen does spread the ball around. And Diggs, I think Diggs has really opened up everything in this offense for Josh Allen. It's made him run more without taking so many vicious hits. Uh, it's it should be opening up the run game, but the run game is still a little bit questionable with those two backs in Moss and Singletary. But uh, we've seen Diggs become uh, a big time performer. Downtown John Brown uh, should be yep, getting healthy. more targets the more yep. healthy he gets. And Gabe Davis, you know, he look he was a huge part of the UCF offense, and uh, he's a lot like Traquan Smith with the uh, the Saints, just an underutilized guy with a, a decent amount of talent. And they have been targeting him in the end zone. I mean, uh, last week he flat out dropped one in the end zone. So I figured they would come back to him, and uh, and they did. So I was happy to see him score.
0: Yeah, I agree. John Brown being back was a good win. We talked about him a lot too. But can't ignore Stephon Diggs either too. I mean, leading the league in targets, unbelievable. Yeah. What a turnaround in terms of value of a player year over year. One, so inconsistent last year, right? And then this year, about as consistent as you could possibly get despite – Sometimes Josh Allen being all over the board.
1: Get away from Kirk Cousins, even if that means going to Josh Allen.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah, that pretty much uh, says it all there. I mean, what what more can you possibly (laughs) say about that? I mean, you're true that any other big takeaways here from week nine before we start to hot take uh, the week ahead here? Because there were certainly, you know some good performances here. We'll see what the Cowboys are going forward with uh, what's eating Gilbert Graham yeah, quarterback. And
1: that, that's and what I was Lamb is
0: useful again. Cause that, that certainly was uh, an eye opener for me.
1: Right. Right. Garrett Gilbert. I mean, look, you just couldn't get much worse than how Ben DiNucci played against Philly and Andy Dalton. Look, even for Andy Dalton, who was kind of like in my eyes, when he was starting for the Bengals, Andy Dalton was like the Mason Dixon line of, uh, you know, wanting to start a quarterback, like, you got to be above that line. You got to be better than Andy Dalton to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. And, uh, and he's, below, he's below the old Andy Dalton line now. So I think Garrett Gilbert should probably be the quarterback moving forward. They might go back to Dalton if he's healthy, but uh, it makes these Cowboys wide receivers viable again when they absolutely weren't if Ben is going to be running this team.
0: No, I, I would agree. C D Lamb to me was definitely the eye opener too. That was that was the thing for me. And look, we're supposed to get Chubb back this week. That's very exciting. Right. Um, you know what? Before we move on to let's let's for everybody out there listening, let's talk a little bit about the New Orleans Tampa debacle. Um Ooh. is New Orleans just their kryptonite? Is it just yeah. as simple as that? Okay.
1: I Here's really think so. Yeah, I, I really think so. I mean, it's the first time Tom Brady has been swept by a divisional opponent ever. Uh, I mean, have you seen all the memes where Brady's looking to press on the bench and says, man, I really wish I was playing the Bills and Dolphins and Jets? So, <laughs> well, uh,
0: it's harder when you play Drew Brees. No doubt. Like, hey, yeah, Tom Brady has never had to go against a quarterback like that twice a year and any kind of consistent basis in his entire career. It just doesn't right. happen. So, yeah. you know, and that helps. It definitely helps your path, but. You know, everyone can make up all of the fun little things they want. At the end of the day, Brady's got six rings, nine Super Bowl appearances.
1: Co- come talk to me after oh, you. I'm get, not, I'm not talking smack about Brady at all. No, it's but, just,
0: but people yeah. like to. And, and you know, I'm the Tom well, Brady mark, so I'll are, defend are, him. People are
1: haters. And, they are. And people are jealous. So I wouldn't. The
0: only <laughs> reason I'm back on the Steeler bandwagon a little bit and kind of silently hoping that they do well is because you and my best friend from college are huge Steeler fans that I acknowledge Tom Brady is the GOAT and and get that. And we don't have fights about it ever. We don't talk about it. We just we just acknowledge it and we move on. But I'll tell you, man, last couple of years those steel fans were getting real uppity when we had more rings than them. And now now it looks like you might have a shot to uh, at least get back into that conversation. Well,
1: let's uh, just make, make one thing clear: you don't have more rings than us. You have as many rings. Yeah. As well, us I mean, can.
0: you want to count and yours, it, the it, ones that. Do you want to count all the ones the same that count when there was no salary cap and there was like twelve teams in the league and all that stuff? Are you we like going to count ones? all
1: of your uh, uh, deflate gate and uh, and yeah, and, I don't know about You, are you telling me
0: that you want to carry around balls that are really heavy? I mean, come on. We you want your balls <laughs> nice and, <laughs> and light. You want to be able to move them around at any given notice you want to you want to be agile when it comes to the amount of air in your balls
1: uh, ours you... might be old but there's no asterisks next
0: no. <laughs> well let's hope not if so you got to go to the doctor and they got to look at your asterisks <laughs> they got to
1: remove so, those asterisks. you know when you're That's 40 right.
0: they, they take a good look in your asterisks i don't know if you know that oh they, really
1: they're... i thought yeah. it was 50 again is it well oh, now maybe 50.
0: i don't know i just like i just like when they look so i don't oh, know oh, I, just... I see <laughs> you, you
1: just go you just go once a week better check again doc are you let's sure see.
0: You better put that light on. All right. Boy, this is this is a, this is this an A-plus A plus show right here. That's this right. Is, <laughs> this is why we get the medium <laughs> bucks, ladies and gentlemen, because we're fun when we talk about these things. Um, how do we do in the wagering this week? Did we um
1: Yeah, you know? I think it was another uh, yeah, week where we're good in the picks. It, Better it was, than the week
0: before, but yes, before was the straight up,
1: we're still good. Eight and four. Not so great against the spread. I was four and eight. This is my worst week uh, by a lot. Even last week when everything was crazy, I was seven and six. And uh, you were five and seven. We we're both six and six on over and under, so So
0: yeah, not good enough. 500 is not good enough on this show for us. Never was. but uh, this is this is that new patch in the season two that always happens too, where you have an idea after about like seven weeks or so, okay, who everybody is. And then you have like a realignment again in the middle of the
1: <laughs> you start to get little wrinkles and you start, yeah, to, uh, I mean, it's really injuries that start, yeah. To on certain and it's teams. really the depth yep. chart injuries, like yes. making you know, uh, backups getting hurt so the starter doesn't come out, and then he's gassed, so you have a third string guy in there. It's a little, little things like that starting to add up, but we're going to be better this week,
0: yeah. Agreed. All right, so let's uh, talk about this coming week, let's talk about week 10 here, and uh, let's kick things off here with the Eagles and Giants. Now, the Eagles apparently are going to have a full complement of weapons, or at least their version. We'll have Miles Sanders back, you'll have Rager. You'll have Goddard, you'll have Travis Fulgham, you'll have all of the guys, all the toys for the most part that you want against the Giants. And I guess here's the question right now. So with that being said, um, I'm not really running to this game in terms of in, in terms of DFS. However, it's a fascinating line because right now it's at three and a half, and the way the Giants have been covering is this the perfect time to go against the grain and go with the Eagles? Because I feel like it might be.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I think that. Uh, if, if we're adding all these things up, right. And if the Eagles are healthy, which seemingly they're going to be the healthiest they've been all year, uh, this week, then, uh, I think I'm going to take them against the giants, but this is a, uh, it's a tough one to pick because the giants, the giants defense is playing well, but we know Danny dimes has not been playing well at all. Too many turnovers. It's just so
0: simple. It's the same thing that haunted him last year. And look, Look, without Saquon, he's not the same guy anyway. We've already established that over the – we know that. like Statistically right. speaking, not a lot of people can be. Gallman is okay. Um, it was nice to see Evan Ingram finally make use of the enormous target share that he seems to get every week but never seems to do anything in terms of fantasy points yeah but you know we'll see we'll see how things go on here but i think early go is everybody's gonna look at the giants but maybe it's time to go to the eagles especially with the giants being at home it's like oh if they're gonna cover they're gonna cover well, i don't know about that well, let's see what yeah. the eagles look like with everybody even I'm though the you. line sucks still all right the jaguars are gonna go and get pounded by the packers so whatever you saw this past week about jake luton that you liked just stick a fork in it okay i'm just telling <laughs> you right now because this, this is the gall packers give me Devonte adams give me rogers give me jones that's it. They just walk away. Give me the Packers' defense, too. I the line
1: the on this defense. game, the line on this game is right now that I see is bigger than the Steelers and Cowboys from last week. So, uh, yeah, and, and a half.
0: it's say it opened up in the same, it's the
1: same, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's a, it's a big, big line here. So, I'm I, I, the Packers get extra rest because they played on Thursday night as well against a team that's one and seven. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. This this should be a route. All Packers don't. I'm I'm trying not to get any Jags in my lineup this week. No Jags. Hashtag no Jags. Um, <laughs> Washington football team versus Lions. Skip it. <laughs> I, I mean, we don't know who's going to be starting a quarterback for Washington. I'm assuming it's Alex Smith. But who it, else would the, it be? Well, Haskins should get another run, especially uh, with really? Kyle. Kyle. Yeah.
0: Well, Kyle broke his ankle because you knew. He broke his ankles, terrible for Kyle. It is. It's terrible. No joke. I mean, is
1: Haskins any worse than uh Dan- Danny Dimes right now? He's just. I don't know. Good. I mean,
0: if you're Washington, you got a chance to, to against Detroit to win a football game here. I think
1: you start Alex Smith, I think he gives you a better all chance right. to win yeah okay and that's fair i just you know in two uh, weeks you can have this conversation with me can't throw the ball alex smith can't throw the ball for the 15 yards down the field no, Haskins can't throw yeah. it to the
0: guys on his own team so that that's a that's a bit of a problem too so
1: yeah
0: uh, texans at browns apparently we're gonna get chubb back this week which is great um yes. it, we'll see what happens if we're down at duke johnson or not david johnson's in concussion protocol watson's been really good this year he's been steady he's always a good dfs investment um, I actually like Kareem Hunt a little bit more this week because everyone's going to be off of him and the price is low and it's the Texans and they stink defensively. Yeah,
1: they're real bad against the run. So
0: I love this, especially because Baker Mayfield is still like virtual. He's at home. He's like homeschooling. He's virtual learning this week. Because of COVID test and things like that, so I don't know if you knew that,
1: but he's uh, he's homeschooled. I thought I thought he was just uh, making more commercials. I thought we we're getting it's some possible. progressive commercials or Hulu commercials or Heisman House commercials or something like that, and not setting the playbook.
0: I will I will be all. You know what? You can even make a case for Chubb and Hunt together this week against the Texans. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'll make the case for it. I think the two of them are better with each other. That's that's how it is. It's, it's, yeah,
1: yeah, you know what? That That's it's not a bad point. I don't know if they're better with each other, but they're definitely still great with each other. So, and yeah. this is a perfect matchup against this a, a bad s- run this defense. is a smash team. for the smash they have for the injuries Bucks. on defense, too. I mean, uh, they Merciless is out for the year, Scarlett's out for the year. Uh, they just lost Charles and Menahue, a, a decent pass rusher for them. So, they're banged up, too. Houston is.
0: If I'm the Bucks, the last team I want to see right now is the Panthers this week <laughs> because the Panthers <laughs> are chippy. The Panthers are going to fight you tooth and nail to the bitter end. And I love that about them. And look, the Bucks D, I'm sure we'll bounce back. We'll see what happens with McCaffrey. It's too soon. Turn in Thursday to figure that out and make sure you subscribe to the podcast. so You know, but on, uh, I'll tell you this week, man, you know, Anderson's been real good. If it has to go back to Mike Davis, so be it. I'll tell you what, the Panthers are not the team. If I'm the Bucks. I want to see right now. You want to take a guess. I don't know if you're looking at it or not. You want to take a guess on what the line is on that game.
1: I see is about five, right?
0: Yep. Four and a half, four and a
1: half yeah. right now. Yeah. So, hey, I, I, I think I'll take the bucks. Uh, uh, angry bucks team going into Carolina. Look, Carolina, you're right. They're chippy, but they've lost four in a row. And there's a reason for that. You that's know, fair. that's fair. That's fair, but they're, they're not that great. Games.
0: They're in all these games. They, they are. Crazy. They
1: are in games. You're absolutely right about that. But I think we're going to get, you know, prove it, Tom Brady. This is one of his worst regular season loss in the history of his career. Uh, so I think he's gonna come back with a vengeance in this game against Carolina, and their defense makes it easy.
0: All right, the four o'clock games are fun. We got the Chargers and Dolphins, so
1: many by the way.
0: I know it's weird, right? All these afternoon you're
1: just like, there's more, there's six afternoon games and five morning games.
0: Yeah, it feels like you say morning, you Arizona people in your mornings. Uh, but yeah, it's like usually we're used to two games in the afternoon, it's like, well. Four o'clock. There's one yeah, there's or two games
1: Nine now. and three, which never made sense to me. And this week it's making normal sense. Five and yes, six.
0: Much more normal sense. Charge and, and you know what? That being said, if you want to just isolate and play the, the afternoon slate, this is a good interesting week to do it because of some yeah. of these games that are on here. So, or vice versa, if you just want to play the one o'clock. So we don't really talk about that too much here on the show in the all in terms of time, but we'll talk about it right now. This is an opportunity. It has it's been very one sided. Most of the season, in terms of how these games have been scheduled, towards the one o'clock hour. Now, this is interesting the way things are more evenly divided. Chargers at Dolphins, you got Herbert, you got Tua, you got Keenan Allen out there. Um, Parker getting a lot of targets. This should be a fun one from a, a total standpoint. This one, the total should be higher for this game.
1: Yeah, I, that's what I was just thinking. It this was is a an order right
0: now. Lock it in 48. God, are you crazy? Yeah, what are we, what are we drinking here? Have we not watched the NFL this year?
1: I I mean, the Dolphins had the Dolphins play good defense, and and, uh, they they've been playing a great defense recently. But I don't know, man. Two rookie quarterbacks uh, against—maybe that's why it is so low at forty-eight. Yeah, but I think it's the. quarterback. I think I think they're not
0: giving these rookie quarterbacks enough play. Uh Broncos at Raiders is the next one. And Jerry Judy is just 53k, uh 53K, 5.8K, mm-hmm. excuse me, over on FanDuel. I'm telling you right now, man, that's something worth investigating. I don't love the rest of this game in terms of DFS value, but that's one that I, I got my eye on. It's trending yeah. 24 targets in two weeks. That's got my eyes.
1: I'm sorry. Judy, Judy is, is a good play here. Uh, Aguilar, I mean, he just keeps scoring touchdowns. So yeah, an Aguilar. yeah you, you, <laughs> you, might have to, uh, you might have to drop a baby on him or two here, but yep, the, he uh, uh, Josh Jacobs has been getting a little less run. The run game in Denver is questionable at best. Uh, the tight ends are hurt for uh, Denver. So yeah, I think it's, uh, it's pretty much Jerry, Judy, maybe a cheap, cheap Hamler, and then pay up for Darren Waller. Those are the plays.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. This next one's going to have a lot of plays in it. Bills Cardinals. Woo-wee. Kyler Murray, yes. Sign me up. Sign me up for uh, Christian Kirk again. I'm less enthralled with Hopkins in this matchup, but uh, I definitely like Brown again here. Your boy Gabriel might be in play. Diggs is always a good pick. Uh, Josh Allen, this is a game stack right here for me. How about you?
1: yeah and then you know if drake isn't back chase edmonds because the bills are uh they're better at stopping the run against seattle last week but they got up so quick seattle didn't really have a chance to run the ball so uh i think the cardinals are going to be in this game with them so i think chase edmonds could have a huge week
0: all right next one here you got 49ers at saints we'll see if the uh Michael Thomas had a bubble wrap, you know, can continue to mm-hmm. look good here. I also want to bring to everyone's attention Taysom Hill's use in the offense whenever Michael Thomas is around. I always feel like it's just a little bit sharper and I like it. And it's min salary basically on FanDuel at tight ends at 45. And I got to tell you, I might be messing around with that this week because there's a lot of things I really like on the board. I don't love the tight end position, um, especially when we're not seeing Kansas City here on, on yeah. the main. So without Travis Kelsey on there, you know, Kittle's hurt. I mean, it might be just a the time to say just screw it all together and take a shot on a guy like Taysom Hill. I don't want anything to do with the 49ers. You could take them all. Yeah. I don't want it. But I do want everything in the Seattle and L.A. Rams game. All of mm-hmm. it, Boggs. Mm-hmm. Give me Woods. Give me Cup. uh, Give me Fuel. Give me Fire. Give me that which I desire. Uh, Josh Reynolds.
1: With, yeah, I'll, I'll even
0: go with Jared Goff, which as bad as he was two weeks ago, off the bye against Seattle, I think he's in play this week, my friend.
1: Yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, look, anyone against Seattle should be in play. And uh, then in turn, I know you're going to get DK Metcalf. Is DK Metcalf your favorite NFL player right now? Yeah, I think he is. I think he might be. I mean, he's just just a lot of fun to watch. He is. And I'll
0: tell you right now, you give me a first round pick next year in the middle, like sixth, sixth overall, something like that. I'll take DK Metcalf there.
1: Wow. That, I mean, that's pretty high, but yeah, he's, he's going to end up as a top think about this. top five or think, six wide out for think sure. A, think about this for a second. If if you will,
0: you start a team with, let's say you're in, uh, because the running backs in that you're going to have to pick in whether or not you believe in Zeke, you have, you know, the elite guys will probably be gone. Do you want to take a risk on Barkley? Eh. Like if you just want to go safe, you know, the quarterback, you know, the situation, you know, everything is going to be DK Metcalf. And then you take Kyler Murray in the second round. I'll start with that every week. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll reach for the wide receiver and the quarterback, and then I'll just figure out running back later on. And I think I might be able to do it next year.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you definitely could. I mean, it's going to be hard, hard for me. not rookies next it's year. Gonna, it's going to be hard for me to not take a running back high. And there's the the wide receiver class coming out this year, just as good as a wide receiver class that came out uh in 2020 so i
0: might just try to limit my running backs in general now and i don't believe in zero rb don't don't get me wrong but it's just right now you have to if you don't have derrick henry if you don't have kamara if you don't have like those main guys we'll see where aaron jones ends up but like just to like there's another perfect for instance too it's if you're looking at it and saying i can start with dk metcalf and maybe aaron jones or you know joe mixon slip into the second round next year i don't know i mean these are all legitimate questions to ask but Right now, I'd rather get that first pick being a guy that every week I just trust. And I think it's going to be healthy and all that. And I think that is something in season long we got to figure out and have that conversation. But one thing's for sure, Seahawks and Rams are going to give you a lot of fantasy points. So be in on that. Last of the 4 o'clock games, your Steelers against the Bengals. Joe Burrow off the bye. Is this a letdown game here for the Steelers, Boggs?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it mm-hmm. probably is. Specifically with Ben Roethlisberger uh, being on the COVID list and not being able to practice all week. I don't know how much it'll matter, but uh, Cincinnati has been hot recently. They've played really well in, in recent weeks. Yeah, their record isn't fantastic, but you know they're coming off a win against Tennessee that none of us saw. They were in the game against Cleveland. They should have beaten the Colts, so they haven't looked bad. Uh, since their game at Baltimore, uh, where they lost 27 to 3, and that was October 11th. So we're going to be, uh, you know, a month re- over a month re- removed from that game uh, getting in here this week. So uh, they're just, they're a different team right now. So they're playing better. Yep. And uh, of course, the night games,
0: you got the Ravens and Patriots. Oh, God, I got to be tortured with this one. I'm going to get honed in this
1: game. It's I can't believe enough- this wasn't flexed.
0: I don't know, but I can't, well, still the Patriots, still Cam Newton. Yeah, but people Seattle
1: play. and L.A. Like, well, Seattle
0: how? and L.A., about the Cardinals and Bills. I mean, that, any of yeah, these Cardinals games, I mean, and
1: Bills would have been great, too. Yeah, you know,
0: I'll, I'll take that game. Right? I'll even watch Tua, the Chargers. I mean, that's a fun, the, two, the future of the NFL on display there. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I had mixed emotions about that Patriots win. I did not. I wanted to lose that game <laughs> just, just to make Jet fans sweat it because then they'd have one win and we'd have two. And you could just feel, oh, no, we're going to fall into a second win. And next thing you know, the Pats are going to pick above us. Oh, oh, that would have been so <laughs> great. But whatever. Stupid Joe Flacco throwing stupid picks at the end of stupid games. The Ravens are going to pwn the <laughs> Patriots, though. You want to look for the get-right game for the Ravens offense. Here it is, folks. This is it. Uh, and then you got the Vikings and Bears and – Another W for the Vikings. My narrative continues to live another week. They're going to face the Bears who cannot get out of their own way. I'm going to take the Vikings this week. You know I am, and I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do a little dance when I do it, Box.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Bears are playing some bad football right now, and Nick Foles looks terrible, but I I don't even think it's 100% necessarily Nick Foles' fault. I think this, this lies on Nagy.
0: He lies on the offensive line too. The offensive line has been the terrible. line has been
1: bad, but they gotta Her- they gotta design plays that get the ball out quick. They gotta roll out instead of doing these dumb Cordell Patterson dump off passes and weird stuff with tight ends. I, I don't know what's happening there. Just uh, just get the ball out quicker. One two three throw. One two three throw. Or, or you know one two three screen pass. Whatever. Quick screen pass. They get they gotta move the ball quicker. Open up things. Uh, and help that O line. This is this looks like what the Chargers were with uh, Philip Rivers last year. You have a bad offensive line and a quarterback that doesn't move well. It doesn't make sense. So uh, it should be Trubisky, but he's hurt too. So
0: all right. Well, we are double digits now into the season. So here's a question for you: we're Going over to FanDuel, looking at the MVP odds right now, Russell Wilson's plus one hundred and ten. Mahomes is plus two hundred and fifty. Aaron Rodgers is a four to one. Josh Allen's at eighteen to one. Kyler Murray's at 25 to one. Now hear me out. Kyler Murray next week plays the Buffalo Bills. He beats Josh Allen. He leaps frogs him. Then he plays the Russell Wilson Seahawks. If he beats him twice then this year. Yeah. We are in this conversation. If you believe in Kyler Murray, this is the time to get in on Kyler Murray. 100%.
1: One hundred percent, Joe. I mean, look—if they win the next two games uh, against Buffalo and at Seattle, he—he's the, the the new front runner. I don't think you can question that, really, uh, unless he plays bad and they win. Mahomes on is the
0: only other guy to have that conversation with them.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it really
0: Mahomes. But but that's no, not a big but, enough
1: payoff for Mahomes. You,
0: now's yeah. the time. If you wait on this. It's if you wait on next week, it's going to be ten to one. And then if he beats Russell Wilson, it's going to be probably four to one or three to one. He'll be right there with
1: Aaron. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I take him
0: now. You could throw a C note on that bad boy and just let it ride and see what happens. If it it fails, it fails. But right now he is, he is at a historic pace right now for NFL quarterbacks from a statistical standpoint. And you know what? We like the Cardinals coming into this year. We said they were going to be a team that's right around the playoff the NFC East has been terrible. There's a more playoff teams in it this year. There's a lot of opportunity for Kyler Murray.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's good. And uh, he's had to be because the run game hasn't been what we thought it was, but he's doing the running. I would, they say first quarterback through his first eight games have 2000 passing yards and 500 rushing yards. So, uh, I mean, this is the Cliff's, cliff Kingsbury offense. It's all offense and no defense. and, That's what they did in college. That's why Texas Tech wasn't winning many big balls. So I I, wouldn't pick the Cardinals to win the Super Bowl or anything, but uh, they could definitely get to the playoffs and then get shredded up by someone who plays defense.
0: Okay, well, here's another question, too, because after this past week, Tua is now on that board for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Herbert's minus 120, Burrow's plus 130. Tua's 9-1 to right now. And if of all these three quarterbacks – Only Tua has a chance to be in the playoffs. If Tua gets in this playoffs and you believe he can, I understand he got a late start here. Half the season statistically goes to Burrow and Herbert, but the statistics matter as much as getting your team into the playoffs.
1: They do when they set records and Joe Burrow is going to set all kinds of records. So that, that's why I wouldn't, I'm way more willing to put my money on that Kyler Murray bet than I am on Tua.
0: Kyler, you you and I should go in together on that one.
1: That's right. Let's do it. Yeah, you you, yeah. you
0: you send me over some cash. I'll put this on there. <laughs> you and me will watch the next two weeks with bated breath. Oh, my That's God. Right. Gonna, is he gonna do it? He's going to do it. Oh, we're going to be so – we're going to be crazy. with those. We're going to live and die with the Arizona Cardinals the next two weeks. But I don't know. I mean, you're talking about value in a moment in time where the stars are aligning and you have these this quarterback who is able to go through the next two weeks, and you'll know. You'll know if this bet is dead or very much alive in two weeks. You might know yeah. after this week. If they lose to Buffalo, okay, it's over. But if they beat Buffalo and then he beats Russell Wilson for a second time, I don't know about you, but Boggs it's starting to feel like that. He's good. the front
1: runner. If that happens, he's the front runner for sure.
0: All right, there you have it. All right, make sure in the meantime, you follow us on Twitter at App and NFL. Go get that app and upgrade to the premium product today. And, of course, you can follow Boggs and myself over on Twitter at Sports at JoePizzaPS17. That'll do it for us, but the story of the game goes on. There's nothing left to do now except down,
1: set, Weird. you've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar. star hit subscribe drop a review tell a friend and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts joe pizapia and scott bogman